Hello, everyone, and welcome. I'm Miriam Knight, the publisher of New Consciousness Review, a digital magazine and website where we review the top books and films having an impact on the global awakening. Our website is ncreview.com, and on this show, we explore the many and varied faces of conscious awakening and what that can mean in your life. Our guests today are Drs. Joy and Roy Martina. They're specialists in holistic health, nutrition, and mind training to create lasting change. Joy has a PhD in psychology, and Roy is a medical doctor, and they are both master hypnotherapists. Their sleep, their new book, Sleep Your Fat Away, is a result of their passion for health, longevity, and fitness. And they brought it all together in this book, which is the foundation of a program addressing the complex of physical and emotional issues leading to obesity. It provides powerful support based on two elements, sleep programming and the virtual gastric band. Their approach has achieved a 90% success rate, and anyone who has ever tried to diet again and again knows that this is absolutely off the charts. So I am so delighted to welcome Joy and Roy. Welcome. Hello, we're delighted to be with you. Well, you know, the title of your book is Most Seductive. Who wouldn't want to be able to sleep their fat away? But there are so many diets out there that contradict each other, and I have tried most of them, but with only temporary success. What makes your approach so different and so effective? Well, I think number one is that it's not a diet. That in itself is already a, a huge step into the direct, right direction. Because if we're d- dealing with diets, we're also always dealing with willpower. And we'll go into that later of how useful or useless in our eyes that is. But you, you were saying you found Sleep Your Fat Away as a title so um, inspiring or even inviting. You know, we have also heard the exact opposite. Some people hear Sleep Your Fat Away and their first initial reaction is no way come off it I mean this is just the next scam it's just the next kind of way of trying to get money out of people's pockets and so we chose that title very consciously we know it triggers we know that some people react really strongly to that title because they think it's a scam or something else but you know why it's so unique is and that is why this is so different from any other approach that we have seen out there is that it is about sleep programming it is about using those nice hours that we all spend in bed thinking we're not doing anything in a really effective and revolutionary way because we found that this nightly sleep time is the most effective way and time to have your brain trained in the way that you want it to function so that your brain is actually doing the weight loss for you. That's pretty fascinating. Now, from the the, the two sort of pillars of your program, I can see that you're approaching it from two different directions. One is from the direction of willpower, and the other is actually creating a physiological shift. Um, Tell us about that. No, first of all, whenever we do something on willpower, it means that we're yet not, let's say, 100% competent in doing it. So the brain still needs to um, make what we call synapses. These are connections between the neurons. 
And when we have enough synapses, we can go on autopilot. So as an example, uh, most people can remember when they start learning to drive a car or a bicycle. In the beginning, you had to do everything conscious. And if you continue doing it, and what we don't know is happening is on the brain physiology standpoint, we are building synapses until we have enough synapses to do something automatic. That's why willpower by itself for most people fail because there's this idea that if you do something for three weeks, four weeks, then, you know, it can go on autopilot. But research shows that you need almost 100 days of doing something before you have enough synapses for something to become like a habit. So we, we are much against trying things on willpower. What we're doing with the sleep programming is actually first start building the synapses in the brain, and then it's going to be much easier to do it. So you need less willpower once you have uh, the enough synapses. And one of the tricks we're using is also making effective use of dream time. So when we dream about our desired outcome, we're building a lot of synapses in the brain. And that's what makes this uh, a unique program where we're not depending on the willpower to reach our goals. Well, let me ask you, I know from many years of eating that my synapses for (laughs) peanuts are hardwired. Exactly. (laughs) That's true. Mm -hmm. So um, how do the new synapses fight with the old ones? All right, so technically, if you look at, let's say, the old autopilot and the new autopilot, so for the brain, it always goes where it is the most pleasure. So when, when you build new synapses, you need to add the pleasure factor to it. You need to make it exciting. And so in, in the sleep program, we're actually telling the brain it is fun to lose weight in a natural way. It is fun to eat more consciously. It is fun to start moving your body. And maybe a great example would be the story of Joyce's mother, what happened to her. Yes, yeah, so what we do in, in, a, in a condensed form maybe is to make the synapses, make the connection between healthy, a healthy lifestyle, so enough exercise and eating healthily, for the brain a highly desirable state. So literally you can get your brain craving for the healthy stuff. And a fun story about my mother being on this program, who was a big, big skeptic obviously at the beginning and even said, I don't know, I mean, come off it. I love you as a daughter, but really sleep your fat away. And I said, Mum, why don't you just give it a go? And my mum has been on, I think like you mentioned for yourself, Miriam, every single diet on this planet. I mean, she's a diet expert. I cannot remember my mum not being on a diet because she was always between diets. That at least was her preferred state. And I saw her also yo-yoing herself up to a, a quite a record weight that she was really, really unhappy with. So when we came out with Sleep Your Fat Away, she said, okay, I will try it because, I mean, no harm done, right? I mean, I can press the, put- the play button of my smartphone and go to sleep. So I'm willing to give this a try. And so she took the brain training program and she just did the nightly sleep programming. But, you know, in Sleep Your Fat Away, the program, we give much more than just the sleep program. But that's all my mum did. So she pressed play on her phone every night and went to sleep with the brain training program in the background. And then after 10 days, she called me and said, you know, it's incredible. I've just been out and I've bought myself a new pair of trainers because I feel this strong desire to start running. I'm going to go jogging now every day. (laughs) 
Now, my mother is 67 and is definitely not a great sports addict, but after 10 days of sleep your fat away, she was suddenly starting to run. At the beginning, it was maybe one minute of running and five minutes of walking. So walking, she really, you know, built it up slowly. But after a year, she was able to run 5K. That at 67 with no previous experience in sports, just because she was creating that desire to move her body every night when she was asleep. That is quite remarkable. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Now, you you say you just leave the uh, sleep programming scripts running in the background. Doesn't that interrupt your sleep or disrupt it in some way? Well, if uh, let's say a lot of people have bought CDs where they put the CDs on repeat, and that's very bad for your sleep because most of these CDs will tell you at the end, you know, we're going to count from five to one, you're going to be wide awake. So if you're going to hear that six, seven times during your sleep, it's going to be very tiresome. Now, what we, we're using actually the natural sleep patterns, the natural also brain waves during the sleep to actually enhance your sleep. So we have the contrary effect that a lot of people who even had sleeping uh, problems will tell us that you know, once they start listening, they sleep much, much better, they sleep deeper, much more effective, they wake up more refreshed because those suggestions are also in there. So it's not only about weight loss, it is also about lifestyle, it is about how you feel about yourself, your body, but also getting a good night rest because we know that when we don't sleep effectively or when we sleep less than five hours a night, the chances of becoming obese are more over 50%. So we're using that in order to help people sleep better and have at the same time the sleep programming going on. And, you know, the only times that we've had um, feedback about people having trouble to sleep with the sleep program was just because they had it on too loud. And they had, you know, not read the instructions maybe properly because we tell people to have it on at a whisper level. So you don't need to consciously be able to hear the sleep programming. Some people like having it on loud at the beginning because they just enjoy listening to the positive messages. But basically you have it on at a bare fairly audible level and you just have it running in the background so you can put it on your smartphone put your phone on flight mode and just have it next to your bed others have it um, you know on their their music center and have it in a corner in the bedroom but you really only need it at a very very quiet level and that way no it doesn't disrupt the sleep patterns at all quite the contrary it helps you sleep better and deeper well, I suppose anyone who has fallen asleep in front of the television can attest to the fact that it doesn't really disturb your sleep. Although we have found, because thank you for bringing that up, because we, in, in Sleep Your Fashion, we also hone the fact, as Roy was mentioning, that you need to get a good night's sleep. Sleep is essential if you want to lose weight, because a tired brain will constantly crave for stimulants like sugar and caffeine and alcohol or whatever it is that you choose. But you will want to prevent that by making sure that your brain is rested and if you can then train it at the same time that's even better you mention um, sleep deprivation as being one of the factors in uh, difficulty in losing uh, weight what are some of the other main factors well one a big one is emotional eating so emotional hunger and that is any time that we 
actually are upset about something, we're stressed about something, and we, so we're having, uh, I'd call them negative emotions for now, for the lack of a better word. And every time we're experiencing this kind of stress, we misinterpret that as being hungry. And so that is what I call emotional hunger. That is when we're eating, although we're not really hungry. It's not our body wanting food. It's more something else in us that we are suppressing or calming or where we're using food as a way of balancing our emotions. So in Sleep Your Fat Away, we're very um, on to teaching people how to manage their emotions, how to become more aware of what is actually going on in the current moment. So I like also calling sleep your fat away actually it's a spiritual journey it's actually a journey of personal development because you're discovering how you're wired you're discovering a lot of things about maybe some limiting beliefs that you have about yourself how you might have a very low self-esteem that you're trying to hide with with a layer of fat around yourself fat can be all kinds of different messages that our body is telling us that something's off key so teaching them emotional balance and quick ways to 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 get rid of stress and to change the way they they feel about something is very a, a big one to prevent um, snack attacks to prevent cravings to be able to deal with a big big factor of emotional hunger and learning that difference when am i really hungry and when am i actually stressed or something else is going on and, and what i would like to add to that is one of the things that a lot of uh, dietitians and nutrition uh, also nutritionists miss is that Often we also eat when we're thirsty. So um, people do not drink enough water, and they sometimes replace, you know, liquid just with another liquid, like whatever diet drinks or some or teas and some of that. But the body just needs also plain water, and we have a thirst center that only reacts to the water the water amount that we actually consume per day. So a lot of people are thirsty. But they, they don't feel thirsty, they feel hungry. And for that reason, they might eat over or eat more than they need. So that's why one of our recommendations is to really drink a lot of water so that you will get out of the thirst zone and, and not feel thirsty or hungry. Well, and you're also helping your body uh, flush out a whole deal of toxins that mm-hmm. would otherwise be uh, stored in some fat layers around you. Mm-hmm. There's a school of thought that says that emotions, particularly toxic emotions, tend to be trapped in fat. So mm-hmm. as you do release the fat, you also release these into your symptom, uh, system. Yes. Um, and so uh, they have to be dealt with. Now, your program is kind of one size fits all, and yet we are complex little people. Um, <laughs> so, um, and, and you have probably seen it all in the course of your respective hypnotherapy uh, practices. So um, how do you cover all the bases? You, I suppose you have eight hours to do it in. <laughs> That's well, one thing. So there's a lot of... Um, things that we discover, of course, doing one-on-ones, and so we, we cover that. But there's one thing that's beautiful about this program is that even though it seems like one size fits all, it isn't because 
the first part that, uh, of the night, you start on a conscious level. And at the conscious level, you first set your intention. So we always ask people, before they go to sleep, to really think about, you know, the desired outcome, how much weight they want to lose, to see themselves. That's the only conscious part. Once they've got the conscious part, then they can think and let go. And, of course, there are a lot of emotions, a lot of reasons that uh, people uh, will keep on weight. And, and you can go as far even as past lives if you want. If, if you believe in that and you starved in a past life, that could be a reason as well. So we've covered everything we, we could think of and we had uh, in years and years of practice that we put in there. But um, it, that's not that important because what's really important is to deal with the emotion. So that's one thing, to work through your layers of emotion. So we give people some advice how to do that. And second, what's important is that we are habitual uh, creatures. So it's also about a lifestyle. So the emotions play a part, we cover that, but it's also training the brain to actually model a natural slim person. So what we did in our research, and we literally traveled the world to find the most interesting and, and you know, discoveries, the, the best doctors and nutritionists. And we even went to see some yogis and, and monks in Thailand to see how do naturally slim people, what do they do different? How do they deal with food or how do they deal with their emotions? And we found some interesting things there that naturally slim people, for instance, follow some basic guidelines that we've then incorporated in Sleep Your Fat Away as the five rules that you need to keep to to make the program work. And that is to eat when you're hungry. But when you eat, you only eat when you're really hungry, so not emotionally hungry. And then when you eat, regardless of what this may be that you eat, you eat it slowly and consciously. Because if you watch a Tibetan monk eat, they don't watch TV while they're eating. They uh, do not text, nor are they on their smartphones checking their emails. They're not reading a book. They're not, um, I don't know, watching TV. They are completely focused on their food. And what happens when we eat slowly and consciously is that we A, really taste the food. We're getting the full flavors. We're completely in that moment, in that here and now, and are able to also receive the message from our stomach, so from our body, when we're full. Because what happens when we eat in a distracted way is that we're not aware of our stomach already sending signal after signal to our brain saying, hey, we're getting full down here because we keep shoveling it in at such a fast pace that our body can't keep up with us. So that means that we often automatically overeat just because we're eating in such a distracted way. The other thing is that if we don't chew our food properly, we get all kinds of digestive problems and our body is just not able to assimilate all the new nutrients and all the good stuff in, the, in, in, in what we're eating. So if we follow those basic guidelines of naturally slim people, even if we were to do nothing else, and that's why everybody who wants to read the book Sleep Your Fat Away can already start losing weight just by following those simple guidelines that we give, uh, give away in Sleep Your Fat Away. 
I remember I once had a book called The Psychologist's Eat Anything Diet. <laughs> and he was telling us to make a distinction between um, foods that really hum to you versus foods that just wink at you when you open the cupboard. That's a nice way. And um, he said that you just have to make sure that if you eat something that it's really humming to you. So I lost a lot of weight on that diet because there I was trying to figure out whether it was humming. <laughs> Or winking. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. But, you know, that, that's a, in, in, in a way, yes, that, that is part of that conscious approach, isn't it? If we were to be consciously aware of every single thing we're doing every day, wouldn't we live a very different life? So, you know, it, it plays into so many areas of our life. Absolutely. Now, you mentioned eating and tuning into your uh, signals so that you know when you're full. Now, we're going to take a break shortly, but when we come back from the break, I want you to talk about the second leg of your program. Uh, We are speaking with Doctors Joy and Roy Martina about their wonderful book, Sleep Your Fat Away. Welcome back. I'm talking with Dr. Joy and Dr. Roy Martina about their wonderful book, Sleep Your Fat Away. Um, Joy, what is the website? It's sleepyourfataway.com. That's easy. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and um, uh, congratulations. I understand your book, which just released today, has already hit bestseller status. Well it done. It has. Thank you. We're <laughs> so excited. This is, uh, for us, it's a dream come true that we're getting this message spread to millions of people who are literally suffering for nothing, as we feel. <laughs> Well, you know, they are saying that uh, obesity and diabetes are really the the uh, devastating diseases of this century, and uh, anything that can help with that, I think, is wonderful. And your approach is very, very grounded in good nutrition, in good psychology, in good medicine, you know, bringing together the the backgrounds that you all have. But you also have something, uh, an addition to the program uh, for those of us who are perhaps a little more weak-willed than others. Tell us about the gastric band. (laughs) I was just saying, you must be talking about the virtual gastric band. (laughs) Yes, well, this was was a fascinating uh, training that we took many years ago with a wonderful hip called Sheila Granger in the UK, who did clinical studies on this virtual gastric band in the UK. So what she found out was she did clinical studies comparing people who had had a real surgical gastric band and those who she had given in a hypnosis session the suggestion that they had had a virtual gastric band surgery. But, of course, it had only happened in their subconscious mind. And then when she compared these two groups, she discovered that the results for the virtual gastric band were almost topping 95%. So they were 95% successful. So that means that this virtual operation was as effective, if not more effective, than the real operation. And that is just, that fascinated us. So that's where we started off on this journey, saying we need to study that. We need to check that out. And maybe, Roy, you could tell us what, what you experienced when we did it on you. Yeah, basically we were in a workshop and... Uh, 
I got, um, you know, a session from Joy because we had to practice on each other. And, you know, I'm, I'm a medical doctor, and I consciously know that I didn't have surgery. So it had nothing to do with my conscious mind. And what was funny was that when we went for dinner, I couldn't eat what I normally eat. I really started feeling nauseated. I started feeling bad. I even started sweating. And, of course, I know that I didn't have a surgery. So my, my, my analytical mind was totally confused. But my subconscious mind, my body, was reacting to those suggestions. And what I like most about virtual uh, gastric band is two things. Number one, it's a kickstart. So for people beginning the program, it's a wonderful kickstart to literally have your stomach shrink. The second thing I like is that especially for the obese children, uh, a child will never get a virtual gastric band. That's one of the contraindications. Yeah, gastric band surgery. Uh, no, sorry, a gastric band surgery. But a virtual gastric band works wonderful with children, and they love it because it gives them like a tool that really um, works very, very fast, and they can really start losing weight quite, quite fast too. Yeah, and what, why I feel so passionate about the virtual gastric band is because it follows the same goal as sleep your fat away, and that is to reconnect your body's intelligence. So mm -hmm. we know when we have had enough food because our body will tell us. But if we're eating, and as we were saying, in a distracted way or, or do, making some other um, big mistakes, we're not going to be receiving those signals. But if we were to just eat consciously and then we have the help of the gastric band who will immediately tell us when we're nearing that fill point, we're much e uh, easier able to just stop eating. And that's rule number three in Sleep Your Fat Away for anybody who wants to try this out themselves is try eating slowly and consciously and then the moment you feel satisfied, put down your cutlery or put down that sandwich. Just that step will already make a huge difference in your life. Uh, Roy, perhaps you could describe for us the actual uh, procedure. What, what does the gastric, the actual surgery, do to the stomach? Right. It actually, it's, it's not such a, a big operation, of course, because it is nowadays just so routinely in it. So basically what they're doing, to, the best way to, to see it is that they're using a kind of a, yeah, how do you like a rope or like band. a band or a belt, and they're tying it, tying it around your stomach in such a way that the size of the stomach goes down from being a melon to a golf ball. So literally, you, your stomach is no longer the normal size, but it's a golf ball size. So whenever you start eating, you will be filled up very quickly. And then, especially if you don't chew well enough, you just get full. And if you eat more, you get nauseated, you start to... Uh, uh, get sweating, you can even get, some people even can go like lose consciousness. That's how the effect it can have on yourself. That's uh, with the surgery. And of course, the surgery always has some side effects because you need anesthesia, you need all that kind of stuff. So the great thing of the virtual gastric band, it's just happening in your subconscious mind. It's not anything that has any kind of side effects for anyone. Mm-hmm. Well, body-mind medicine in general is so powerful exactly because of this, because there are no side effects. And uh, you as a holistic doctor, I, I think, have been on the lookout for um, anything that can be effective without doing harm. So Absolutely. And, and I think also we have a lot of... Um, 
doctors and therapists using alternative medicine, using herbs, vitamins, all those things. That's wonderful. And actually, Joy and I both have specialized more in the mental, uh, what the mind can do for your body. So part of that could be things like visualization, but also like some sort of meditation where you're focusing on healing. You can use colors. There are so many modalities possible that have no side effects whatsoever. And, you know, what we think that could be better yet is for more people to start using that. And the great thing about the virtual gas bank, the way we've done it, is that everybody can do it. Uh, our teacher can only do one-on-one, but we've created a system where everyone can actually do it at their home, and you don't need to go to a hypnotherapist or a therapist to do it. Yeah, that's really wonderful, and it's, it's very affordable, too. I was impressed that the price point is so, uh, so reasonable. Well, that's because we re- we really want to spread this to as many people as possible. We wanted to create a program that is, as you say, affordable and accessible for anybody who is really interested. I remember in the book that you had a couple of techniques for kind of giving yourself that that little boost when you have this emotional hunger. One of them is um, taken from EFT, isn't it? It's tapping. That's um, right. (laughs) It's tapping the stress point. And the stress point is that um, point that's between the uh, top of your lips and your tip of your nose. So it's in that dent that some people call the Cupid's bow. And if you just take your index tap that point before you eat, you're reducing the stress levels in your body and you'll also find it much easier to eat slower. So tap the point above your lips, underneath your nose every time before you're going to eat. How fascinating. I wouldn't have thought of that. Okay. Well, we're speaking with uh, Dr. Joy and Roy Martina about their book, Sleep Your Fat Away. Their website is sleepyourfataway.com. And we will be right back after this message. And we're back with Joy and Roy Martina. Sleeping our fat away. Um, we were talking before the break about emotional hunger, and you gave us uh, one tip about tapping that little uh, indentation under the nose. Can you give us some more tips on how to deal with emotional hunger? Sure, I'd love to. So the first tip is already the first step. So tap that stress point between your nose and your lips before you're going to eat. And in that moment when you feel that donut is winking, calling, screaming at you, that's that moment when you want to take these four very easy steps. So tap your stress point. Step number two is drink a glass of warm water. It can, it can be unsweetened tea um, or herbal tea or just a glass of normal water that you've warmed slightly because that will already give you a more satisfied feeling than if you were to drink cold water. You can also add a dash of lemon juice or ginger in it. After you've drunk that glass of warm water, you would ask yourself the question, would I eat an apple now? Because if you are emotionally hungry, you're not going to want to eat that apple. You're going to be, as I said, grabbing the donut, the chips, the crisps, anything else, but just not an apple. So if you can answer the question, would I eat an apple now with yes, then you're really hungry. If you're saying no, you're emotionally hungry. So then you want to ask yourself the next question, that step four, what is actually going on? What's really going on right now? What am I not noticing? What is stressing me? What's upsetting me? What am I feeling? That way you're already breaking the pattern 
of immediately taking food as a way of managing your emotions. And you're discovering something important about yourself because you will, with time, very short time, discover the patterns that are going on inside of you that are bringing out these emotional bursts that you're trying to comfort yourself with with food. Yeah, and a lot of people do not um, know that boredom is also emotional hunger. I, I know for myself when I'm bored, you know, I will walk more frequently to the fridge. I mean, it's like the fridge is hypnotizing me. I'm just staring into the fridge and see what's edible. So boredom is a big factor that people need to watch out for. And, and using the, the stress point will also help them and bring them back on track. And they then can discover, you know, I'm just bored. I just want to do something. And eating is not the solution to boredom. So that's one thing that's very important for people to understand. The other thing I want to add is that the stress point can be used also more frequently. And it's not only for emotional hunger, but it's also when we just stress, when we just it takes the charge out of the stress. So even when we had a difficult conversation or we're preparing to meet someone of, when we know it's going to be a challenging situation, we can already start tapping the stress point. So it can be used for many things in our lives. And we have a lot of people who use it before they go to sleep so they get a better and more restful night's sleep. So it's a very effective point. One um, German doctor wrote a whole book just about this point and how many uses there are to this point. So it's a very fascinating acupuncture point that affects the whole nervous system and the autonomous nervous system as well and the brains. How fascinating. I wonder if that area is stimulated when a man and a woman kiss. Uh-huh. <laughs> I've never thought of that, but that's a really good question. I think it is. really interesting. Yeah. <laughs> you're, you're bringing new ideas to the table. I like that. <laughs> we can also... do some really serious research on that. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've seen your pictures, so... Um, yeah. <laughs> what are you saying, Matt? Yeah. <laughs> um, you have another uh, emotional technique called havening. Tell us about that. Havening is a great method. We uh, took a technique that was developed originally by Dr. Ronald Rudin and um, integrated a few of our techniques in it. And it's for us the quickest way that we have found to take the uh, charge out of any emotional trauma that you're experiencing. Now, that doesn't mean the emotional trauma is going to unhappen, so not be there anymore, but it does mean that you are no longer negatively attached to it. So it was used widely by people with post-traumatic stress, but also it works wonders when you're having a, a pain attack. So emotional balance havening is a fantastic way with, within minutes, you can take yourself from being upset, worried, stressed, angry, or whatever it is to a neutral state and that neutral state is what we desire to make choices to make empowered uh, decisions in our life so we were great fans of emotional balance havening and anybody who gets our program gets this as a free video to learn this technique because you can use it in so many areas in your life mm. and i think the great advantage of it is that as you mentioned uh, eft and if you have a learning curve you need to learn all the points and and, and so on and you need to know what to do when the great thing of the emotional balance havening is that that's truly where one size fits all. It works on all emotions, so you don't need to know a lot of different points. You just follow this uh, method. It's very simple. It takes just a few minutes, and it quickly shifts 
your whole consciousness from a pain or a, a trauma to a neutral, more open, loving state. So we've used this in a lot of our clients with serious post-traumatic stress, very successful. And what we like most about it, we can teach them because it's not always that one time you do it's over. So we teach them the method, they go home, and now they have a tool that they can use anytime the, the trauma comes back up or they feel emotional. And this has shifted so many lives so quickly that we're very fanatic uh, in spreading this. I forget who it was who said that pain in life is inevitable, but suffering is optional. Absolutely, <laughs> that's true. yes. And that's, like that's that. exactly how we feel about this program. That's why we, we gave birth to it in that way, is we want to empower people. We want to show people how easy it is actually to claim that power back that they've unwillingly and unconsciously given away to the food industry, the diet industry, to society telling them all kinds of just non-truths. Mm-hmm. Well, now you mentioned the role of sleep in making um, weight loss more difficult, but it also, um, poor sleep has an impact on our general stress level and our general health level. So you have um, seven tips for getting a good night's sleep that um, also help on all these other levels. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Sleep is really a a big one you want to make sure you get uh, enough of. And, you know, it can be so simple to get a good night's sleep if you just know how. So here are some tips that we have found very successful. One is that you want to turn your bedroom into a sanctuary. It needs to be a sleep haven. So make sure that you keep things like your laptop or any other screens out of the bedroom. Because what we've discovered, and even the latest Harvard study has proven, that the blue light that is being emitted from laptop screens or TV screens is um, artificially keeping your brain awake because it's making your brain think it's daylight. And in that way, you'll have an excited brain that is eager for more and will have a hard time falling asleep. So ban laptops and screens out of your bedroom. You want to keep your bedroom slightly cool. So don't keep it too warm. Keep it at about 19 or 20 degrees Celsius. That's about 69 or 70 Fahrenheit. You want to um, avoid caffeine late in the day, but especially after lunch. So ease off the coffee after lunch so you, you can give your body time to adjust to the you know downtime in the evening. You also want to give yourself about half an hour break between working and going to bed. You want to make sure that you have some kind of ritual in place where you're able to let go of the stresses of the day. You don't want to go to sleep being upset or angry. We actually have that as one of our mottos, not only in our relationship, but also in our family, is that we do not allow ourselves to go to bed angry or upset. You need to work that out first. And, and what I would like to add is not to watch TV series that have a lot of traumatic experience in it. If you see something that's violent or that kind of stuff, that you will bring with you in your sleep as well. So people should really watch out what they're watching just before they go to sleep. Well, you know, that's a good point because you are doing sleep programming. Mm -hmm. um, Unconsciously. Unconsciously. (laughs) Well, we have to take our last break, but then we'll be right back with Dr. Joy and Dr. Roy Martina. Welcome back. We're speaking with Joy and Roy Martina. And just before the break, we were uh, talking about seven tips to get a good night's sleep. Did we cover them all? 
Well, the last two I think I'd like to throw in there is avoid high sugary foods before you go to sleep and instead choose foods that are high in tryptophan. So those are foods like walnuts, lentils, chickpeas, uh, peanuts, eggs, sunflower seeds, dairy products if you can tolerate them are great. And just have a little snack before you go to sleep of something with a high level of tryptophan because that will help your brain relax and let you drift off into sleep quicker. Hmm. And, uh, okay, that was tryptophan and sugar. No sugar, yes tryptophan. Yes tryptophan, that's right. Well, you know, this is our last segment, and you both have such fascinating backgrounds, and you chat, you funnel um, these energies into something called the Crystalline uh, Foundation. You have something called the Omega Crystalline Method. Tell us about that. That's, that's quite, quite a story. Um, I've been in um, holistic medicine for over 35 years, and I've studied with you know, all the masters I could find from acupuncture, hypnosis, to nutrition, alternative cancer therapy, and even some electronic devices, how to test the body. And, you know, all of these uh, methods were all separated. They were not integrated. So over the years, I developed my own method, which I called Omega, which is the last letter of the alphabet, which, which means that if something new comes, we just add to it. And then I was asked to teach to, to doctors and to therapists all over the world, from China, United States, Europe, and so on and so on. So the Omega healing uh, method is just a combination of all the best tools that I found in over 20 different therapies. And it has become its own, let's say, uh, modality. And actually, it also has a romantic side to it because that's uh, because of that I met uh, my now partner and uh, beloved wife, Joy, who uh, came to visit one of the Omega workshops. And she was actually my best student. So, and you know, that means that. Yeah, you get to marry your best student. Anyway, so long story. <laughs> so, and then together we embarked on this new journey. And we're, when, once we were exploring hypnosis, we made a really breakthrough discovery. And that's about the left and the right brain. So the left brain, you can also call it the ego brain, is completely focused and fixated on the three-dimensional world. So it keeps us actually complete in this world. And because of the left brain, we can differentiate between, differentiate between ourselves and others. That's why I call it the ego brain. Because of the left brain, I know I'm here talking to you and the joy is next to me. But the right brain cannot make the distinction. The right brain is wireless. It's not using our five senses to get information, but it's just tapping into the universe. And some people talk about, you know, visions and intuition, all of that. That's all right brain. So right brain is not a creative brain. It is a brain that connects us with the whole universe. So we start studying that. And all of a sudden, you can talk to what, you know, whoever is in the universe. doesn't matter how many light years they are away. And we met this group called Crystalline. And I think Joy can add what this meant to her because of one of the first of the sessions we did. 
Well, Crystalline is basically, we call her just our, our divine guide. It seems to be this energy that feels like an angel um, when you're in contact with her. And she's be basically telling us what to do. So if you take it down to the, the core of it all, actually it was Crystalline's idea to come out with Sleep Your Fat Away because we were told that, and we were see weight loss was not our prime concern when we started on this journey together because we were more focused on helping people heal from physical uh, diseases and illnesses, and we didn't have weight loss in, in our sight for that. But Crystalline told us that this is uh, a huge um, area where people need a lot of help because, as you were saying at the beginning, obesity hitting every third person in the U.S., every fifth child in the U.S., this is no fun anymore. This is a life-threatening disease that is seriously shortening people's lifespans and causing a lot of suffering. So uh, we were very surprised to be given this mission, but we're very, very happy that we followed Crystalline's advice and embarked on this journey because we've discovered so much and we've already seen such great success that, you know, that is incredibly fulfilling and satisfying. How wonderful. And you have been uh, channeling her? Um, yes. In, any, any messages for this time that we should know about? Yes, well, what we have been told in, in the last channelings is that this is a time of great transformation for this human race. Now, this is not a, a, a specifically new message, but the angle that Crystalline has on it is that we're all very focused often on the outside by making sure that we follow all kinds of causes and, and platforms, and that is great. But what is the most important part of this journey of transition into hopefully a more peaceful and healthy and more loving world is that we do that same journey inside of ourselves. So the more we as people are able to awaken our um, higher wisdom, that knowledge that we all have sleeping in inside of us, the quicker we as a human race will be able to evolve to the next level of um, evolution where we're hopefully transitioning into a more intelligent, uh, smarter, wiser, and uh, a world connected from the heart rather than just from brain to brain. So it's making that, that journey from our brain down into our heart again so we have that innate wisdom awakened in, in every one of us. And, and what we would like to add to that is that also, um, Christine is very keen on working on the DNA. Uh, this is new science. Um, maybe you've, the, the listeners have heard of Bruce Lipton, and he came out with this whole concept that's now called epigenetics. And basically, when we elevate our own vibrations by opening our hearts more, we're actually influencing our DNA. We're making actually transformational DNA. So we actually, as a species, we have the chance to change our DNA and to actually activate more of the positive side of our DNA so we can become more kind, more peace-loving, and so on and so on. And that's also fascinating because the same... A technique can also be used for healing as all of the information of our ancestors, but also from our emotional journey through life is stored into DNA. So we've been working with that with incredible success on, with effects on healing sometimes instantaneously. Well, I have certainly heard of people uh, doing that through hypnosis, um, mm -hmm. particularly doing uh, past life regressions and, mm -hmm. and healings there. So you're actually taking it a little deeper right down to the DNA. 
Absolutely, and it works much faster. I mean, we, we know a lot about past life and, and regression, all the hypnotic techniques, but now with just simple shifting the consciousness of awareness, we can get people to heal the past lives without having to bring them into a deep trance, without having to revisit specifically the past lives. You can do, so you can do a past life healing sometimes in less than seven, eight minutes instead of what normally is you, uh, we need is like half an hour to an hour and sometimes even longer to have a full uh, healing in a past life. And you do that kind of generically? You say, you know, go into your DNA and heal whatever uh, needs to be healed? Well, we're working on the generic program next. <laughs> <laughs> and, and so far we've been teaching it to uh, therapists and, and doctors and so on. And we're now experimenting using guided meditations to teach people how to do it by themselves. And we're teaching this actually in a workshop in, in Germany in June. Mm-hmm. And you live in Asheville, North Carolina. Do, are you yes, do. doing some uh, workshops in the States as well? We will, but at the moment we are with so... Yes, with the Coptic Conference um, next weekend, this is. Mm-hmm. The coming weekend went the Coptic Conference workshops in the US. We are planning in 2016 at the moment. We're so full with our workshops in China and in Europe that we, we haven't had a breath for the US. <laughs> <laughs> it's coming. But it's coming, yeah. And so people will be able to keep their finger on the pulse through uh, that... Uh, website Sleep Your Fat Away, or is there another one as well? The one for the more healing or personal development one is crystalline.com. You better spell spell that, yeah. Like Christ, all in. So C-H-R-I-S-T-A-L-L-I-N. Dot com, crystalline.com and there you can keep up to date with us we'll send, we send out newsletters and blogs and interesting inf- material yeah, every few months well Joy and Roy Martina thank you so much for being with us today it's been real, really a pleasure thank you so much Miriam thank you for having us it was a great talk Thank you. And, and that's our show for today. Uh, join us next week when my guest will be Glenn Aparicio Parry talking about original thinking. Until then, I'm Miriam Knight for New Consciousness Review. Be good to yourself, do good in the world, and let your light shine.